Yep. What's up? Who's bothering you? No one. All right. That was fun. Full Circle is brought to you by KH Industries, Connecticut's leading neighborhood landscaper. Check them out on Facebook for a quote today. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast for pop culture, sports, internet stories, and more. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Fred. Yo. Full Circle is brought to you by no. KH Industries, Connecticut's... Damn, Fred. I was on a good streak with not fucking I, that up. I know, you just ruined it, Fred. <sighs> Guys, season two... Episode no no Fred. you can't have that kind of energy to start off no <laughs> no you run it open then let's see what you got let's see what you got every time I do you're like ah oh, now you made the show feel awkward so you did last episode when I did it yeah, you're like, well that's oh, because I go out of my way to harass you I don't know what to do with my hands oh my god I'm afraid I don't know what to do with my hands but that's beside the point guys season two episode thirty five of Full Circle with Nick and Fred I'm your host Fred I'm your co-host Nick. Guys, we got another jacked up show for you this week. It is post Super Bowl. Nick, congratulations to yourself and the Rams. Obviously, you being a key part of their success. Thank you, thank you. I mean, we're gonna get. It. We'll talk about it more at the end when we talk about sports. But I just want to say something real quick. All right, I'll just say it now since you brought up Fred. <laughs> I was so. For those of you who don't know, I've been like a Rams fan all my life, and everyone that knows me knows I've been a Rams fan. This is facts, I guys. actually got text messages from like people like i was only a couple people like three people but they actually texted me and they're like congratulations <laughs> it's a big yeah. deal dude it's a big oh, deal if i had any I big Bengals fans in 31 years no playoffs to make it a super bowl and win it i would have done the same thing it was so. it was it was just hilarious i had a couple friends that like said uh congratulations and it was just funny I think, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I have a lot of friends do that so like every year obviously the cowboys do well and then suck dick in playoffs so i um I usually get texts like, you know, every time the Cowboys are out, you've done it. Like every like, Cowboys get eliminated. Like, Hey, see you next week. Or, Oh, good luck in next week playoffs. Or, no, no, I, I get texts all the time. That's a little different though. This was, this was like a congratulations, but here's the thing. I got it from like a like one person who sent it to me. They're not even a football fan. It's just someone that knows I like them. I don't know. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. You think this is out of the ordinary? Like you weren't expecting no, it just this? It felt weird. It was just weird. Yeah, I didn't expect it at all. It just felt weird. I was like, congratulations. Like I didn't do jack shit. I've done nothing for to help the Rams. I just no, have see, a that's, jersey. That's where I people become jersey. That's where that's we it. all disagree, Nick. That's where that's where sports fans disagree. We we say us, our team sucks. We suck this year, right? We you you put up all, all their ups and downs. You deserve to wallow in the in the euphoria of winning a Super Bowl. You know what? That is true. I did right? watch them when they were one fifteen. Hey, yeah. I, what about, what about those years after Kurt Warner it took some rebuilding? Right? They had a lot going on. They switched cities. It took a little while to get their feet under them, dude. Like you, you do deserve to be a part of that. It's the same with everything. But you know, Red Sox when they won it back in the day, I'll never forget that. You know, I was younger, but like you know, freaking forever without a World Series win, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I don't know. Dude. I'm just telling you, there's some people listening to this that aren't super big fans, and they think it's odd. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Them. I don't disagree with you. If you're not a sports guy, it's weird. But if you're a sports fan, like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm just not. Uh, Nick, we got a, like I said, we got a, a loaded show today. I'm very excited about this. So we're gonna get into some wild stuff in the beginning, and we'll straighten it out at the end there. Um, but why don't you dive into this? Why these wild news stories you saw come out this week? Yeah. So I don't know if you heard about this first one, Fred. Uh, I did not. I most certainly have not. Starting today, right now. So this is we're recording this Wednesday, February sixteenth. There 
you can go and get buy ticket to space. Like this is where it gets real gray area red tapey for me. Like space like out of the stratosphere or like space like space. I'm talking about space where like it's gonna be you're gonna be like there's you know gonna be saying? no gravity. There's gonna be no yeah. gravity and you're gonna be able to float so, around. Technically yeah. space. Zero G is yes. more okay. And it's but, Virgin um, Galactic that's doing this? That's is that the yes. brand? So Virgin Galactic is the brand. They're owned by uh Richard Branson. He's just yep. like a he's like a he's a big famous guy. He you know how like Jeff Bezos went to space and then uh what's his name? Elon Musk went to space. Yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, Richard Branson also went to space with Virgin Galactic and now they're selling they're selling they're opening up reservations for 1000 customers for uh, commercial space flights starting today. That's interesting. You think it's yeah. going to get a heavy reception? I'm guessing so. Co- well, here's the thing. All right, the price per ticket. Why? $450,000. Oh. Oh, and, that's not uh, where I thought that was going. Oh, there's there's a hundred fifty thousand dollar deposit. So, you so be none rich, of us so. will be going anytime soon. No, but Yikes. um, so I was looking into it a little bit. That includes flight training a few days prior to the trip. The flight lasts around ninety minutes, and there's a few minutes that you're going to be in zero g. Ninety minutes for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. But here's the thing, though. 90 wow. minutes for something that no one else in the world can get. You, like, yeah. Think about it. You're going to be in space. You're not How many wrong. It's just crazy to me. Oh, it's like crazy. you think about that to like the middle class, right? To those who like actually struggle for a living. My hand is raised. Okay. You can get a house or you can spend 90 minutes in zero G. It's for rich people. You have to be rich. You have yeah, to be stinking right. rich. But guys, you know what? There's our first poll of the freaking day, Nicky Nick. 450k for space travel too expensive question mark i think it's i think it's a fair price you're going to space that's just me that's going to be very interesting too is it too expensive yeah or nay i don't think i don't i think it's too expensive but i don't think like you know what i mean like nick i know it sounds stupid like i think tens of thousands would be fair like fifty thousand dollars to do it fine i mean you're still you're still eliminating most people how much fuel you have to use to get up in the space thread and all the stuff they got to do. Just to get a fucking jumbo bus down to Hawaii. I mean, I'm sure it's not as ridiculous. I don't know, dude. I want to know the why, overhead on this. I'm going to call the jumbo listen, bus listen, in Hawaii. I'm going to call Richard Branson. I'm going to ask the man how much his gas bill is, and we're going to deduct. And we're going to figure this out. We're going to do math. We're going to math it. So, why was a jumbo bus in Hawaii? No, you know, I'm talking about like the air buses. You know what I mean? Like those oh, things burn through gas. Yeah, but to go up to space is even more than that. You don't know that. You're talking out your butt. You don't know. No, that. I know that for a fact. Oh, you're a spaceman. <laughs> yes, I am a spaceman. Oh my! What do you God. mean a rocket? Do you think a rocket just takes like the same fuel? Like, do you think they just go to Cumberland Farms before it, they go? It's to not space a rocket. It's a plane. It it's it's still a plane type thing, isn't it? No, it's it's a rocket. It's attached to a rocket. It's you, admit, wait, oh, okay, okay, you, okay. Wait, you thought they were getting up to space was just a normal plane? No, they got rockets listen, attached to those listen, planes. Listen, listen, right? listen. Remember we talked a while ago about how they did the the certain space movies in zero G, and they use that that NASA jetliner where they're like, "Oh, we're in space. We're doing zero G," but they're not technically. It's like technically they're in space. Asterisk, yeah. they're in space, but they don't see what the astronauts see. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the that's what I thought. This is going higher up. This is going higher up. Oh, it, that's even higher than that. So it's yeah. not it's just a zero G flight where they do like that quick drop down to make it zero G or whatever. This is like they're legitimately up there, up there. 
They are. I'm not. I think they're kind of like that space. That kind of like that thing you're describing. But I think they're going higher than that. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna research that off the show because I'm very curious now. You got me. You you did what you needed to do, Nick. I'm stimulated. I'm stimulated. But, so Still, if anyone 450k, too much. So here's the thing. Too if anyone's much. curious, you can go to virgingalactic.com. Right. I went there. And uh, you can fill out a thing and you can say, I want to, like, I'm looking at it right now. You can click, I want to make a space reservation now, fill in on your name and they'll send you stuff. So I was going to do that for a show, but they literally ask for a lot of things. They ask for your phone number along with your email. And I don't want them calling me enough to be like, oh yeah, I can't afford it. I just wanted to see the email. I'm Spaceman Nick. Anyway. Like they asked you what your current most recent occupation is, so I think uh, I think they're they want to make sure that you're rich. That's what they're trying to do. Oh, you were you worked at Copy Cabana? No, that doesn't work. It doesn't I mean, work I was so hoping well. I would just be something I could get an email on, get more information, but like I don't need all of the belongings. They probably got like sales reps. They got a whole thing for that. Your 450k is going large, Nick. They probably got a whole ass operation. Well, guess what? I don't have 450k for them. I got but, 450 Nick, bucks. I got I got a more realistic dream for you. What? Uh, dogs are barking. Sorry, I'm at my mom, so it's going to get a little wild out here. Um, I'm going to let you take this over, but the electric DeLorean, the DeLorean's making to come back to about going to space. 88 miles an hour, you could go to the future, Nick, on battery. Tell me more. Yeah, so I, I showed you the video right before the show. I don't know if anyone, anyone was listening has seen it, but during the Super Bowl pregame, the DeLorean Motor Company, yes, they're still around. They released a video, and it, te- and it like teased the development of a new car. So look up the video. If you like the DeLorean, look up the video. Just look up electric DeLorean video or whatever. And it shows you like this silhouette of the car. It doesn't show you the car. It shows you the silhouette of the car and it looks dope. Fred. Do you remember when they did the electronic Hummer, Nick? They did the same thing for about six months. They just had the silhouette, like the, the outline of what the truck would look like. And then they released it like a few months later. It's kind of the same void, but it's the front profile of the car. It's not like the, the long, the, like the long side. It's the fr- like the front looking to the back, not the side looking to the side, if that makes sense. Um, yep. I'm a car guy. You know how I feel about this. I'm very excited. I did look up why this was like DeLorean's making a comeback because I told you, remember, like there's a massive story behind DeLorean. I brought it up before on the show um, about this. Um, John DeLorean, I think was his name, if I'm not mistaken, um, had, was riddled in controversy when this brand came out. Uh, wild, wild stuff, right? Um, so I looked into this. It says that the um, – that the God, I can't even say it right. That the company essentially was bought out by Karma Automotive, um, and they took over the branding and everything. So it's like, even though we haven't heard of the DeLorean in years since like the '90s, I'm sure it got passed around. Like, you know what I mean? Someone still owns the naming rights and the the rights to whatever was left. So somebody bought it. Looks like it finally landed in the hand of this um, EV startup, Karma Automotive, and they're going to try to tackle it like Tesla and just try to get in that um, completely electric market. Very curious to see how this comes out. Very curious. I mean, dude, I already I love how the DeLorean looks. In the video, you can see it. It shows the wing, the car door wings up in the air, like going ah, doors, baby, going doors. I, and it's, you know what it is? It's iconic, Nick. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. We've been we we know what it looks like for years. Anybody who's seen Back to the Future knows it's just got a soft spot in American history, even though it was one of the wildest stories and short lived cars in existence one of them uh, to actually make the mainstream market and have a following um this is gonna be very very interesting when it comes out um no offense the new hummer in my opinion didn't look too much like a hummer i mean it's distinguishable barely i'm curious to see how much of the original roots this car keeps but i am stoked i, am I mean stoked. who cares about hummer dude 
Yeah, Hummers, but but DeLoreans, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Um, also, I, Nick, I'm going to let you kind of get into this. I don't know what direction you want to go with, but we are going to loop back. I know we're doing the sports thing later, but the Super Bowl commercial, did you want to do that now or later? Whatever you want. All right. Well, I want to dabble on the one that you brought up, and I want to kind of untwist it, and then we can go in the direction you want. That QR code one, it was for a crypto company. Did you ever – did you use it when it came yes, up? I did. Okay. I two things. up, and I – all right. Go ahead. Two things. No, you're good. You're good. I didn't mean to cut you off. Two things. One, the site crashed. They had so much usage and unplanned visitation to their website that the site crashed almost instantaneously. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Second fact – I cannot stand the direction that the Super Bowl ads are going. I, it is driving me absolutely fucking nuts. I can't stand it. Remember Puppy Monkey Baby? Puppy Monkey Baby. Yeah. Yep. Puppy Monkey Baby. Puppy Monkey Puppy. Baby. Yeah. They Monkey don't. Baby. Baby. That's right. Puppy Monkey Baby. They don't make that crap anymore, Nick. It's not funny anymore. It's all serious. And get your avocados from Mexico. And here's this new crypto you should get involved in. And here's Bitcoin.com. Like, I'm, I'm over it, dude. Like the commercials sucked. It used to be like a huge part to like watch the goofy, funny commercials or the serious ones by like Bud Light or Budweiser. And they it's just not even a thing anymore. Did you see any commercials you liked? So the one commercial I did like was for the movie Nope by, uh, which it was by Peel or whatever. Yeah, he did, yeah. he's been on that genre. That looks exciting, doesn't it? Like, doesn't that movie, that that was good, but that's not a commercial commercial. Like, like Puppy Monkey. No, it's a trailer. Right? No. Yeah. No, but that one looked good. And hold on, I gotta. I wrote it down. I'm a sucker. I'll tell you right now while you're thinking on it. I'm a sucker for the E Trade. They brought E Trade back. It was like a baby. I missed that commercial. But here's the one I liked. Here's what I like. Do you remember the Pringles stuck in? The guy's got his hand stuck in the Pringles. Oh, his whole life. Yeah, Yeah, that one was funny. See, that was good. The the Super Bowl used to all be commercials like that. Oh, every single one of them was like that. Now it's just a couple. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's not even. I don't think it's even like you can't even say, "Oh, well, we were younger, and that's why they were funnier." No, they were just all of them used to be funny like that. Now you just got people trying to be serious or other stuff, and like, they, no, they're so worried they're gonna offend somebody that they just won't do funny anymore. But yeah, I thought that one was really good, and then they brought back the E Trade Baby commercial, but it wasn't like the OGs. You know what I mean? Like I, I went back and I actually looked into it because it started my YouTube rabbit hole situation, and I went back and it was like. Yeah, it shows the baby in the in the crib, and he's like, "Yeah, I got stuck back behind the bars because apparently riding the dog like a small horse is frowned upon in this establishment." And I'm just like, "That is hilarious! That is hilarious!" The E Trade um trading baby commercials were amazing. The freaking Doritos, get your hands off my mama! Get your hands off my Doritos! They they don't make them like that anymore, man. It's so stupid. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. The other one I thought was hilarious was uh, the Flavor Town for the Bud uh, Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, that one wasn't bad. Gary. We got to go to the mayor. Yeah, we got to go to the mayor. That was funny. I mean, but yeah, other than that, yeah, dude, but was that two? I mean, two or three, maybe out of the whole three hours I mean, we were watching that thing. I just, I don't know, man. I, know. I think they're going oh, in a really crappy a, direction. One I did like though, the last one I did like, it wasn't wasn't a funny one, but um, hold on, who was it by again? It was a Toyota car one, right? About the, the the Olympic skier, the one that was like blind, and then his brother helped him. Win yeah, the I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, the like, one where he's like guiding see, him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for serious, for serious, it was really good. 
Yeah, I mean, I like more funny, but for a serious one, that was good. I mean, I don't know. That, that gave me goosebumps Bud, to think Bud, about Bud it. They did a good job at does it. The, Budweiser usually does the serious ones. You know what I mean? Like America. You know what I mean? Like proud to be an American type stuff with the Clydesdale. And they did that in this one again. It was like a Clydesdale horse, but it was short. Like, you remember that old one where he was hurt and he's training and he's lifting and the dog is his trainer? Like, I don't know, man. They just don't make them like they used to. That's all I have to say. I'll get, I'll get off the subject. Oh, but, well, yo, one last one, right? I need to find it, right? I don't I don't remember who did the commercial, but do you remember the commercial where it's all the Mannings together? The oh all right, it's for Caesar Sportsbook. The commercial itself wasn't that funny, but the very last line of the commercial, the guy, you know, he's at a table with all the Mannings and he's like, uh, can one of you legendary quarterbacks pass me the uh, butter or something like that? And the the dad, Arch Archie Manning, the dad goes to pass yeah. him butter, and he said, and he slaps his hand away. He said, "I said, legendary quarterback." That was funny <laughs> for football fans, but otherwise, the commercial wasn't good. But yeah, that, that didn't sound about right. I don't know. I just I remember, man, like when we were younger, it was almost more we were more fun watching the commercials than the game. And like, no offense, if the game sucked, I, it would have been a crappy Super Bowl because the ads are just garbage. Like, if the football is not even good anymore, then what's the point? Just kind of sucks. It used to be like a whole thing everybody can enjoy. But if you don't like football, I just think it's kind of starting to get to the point where it's going to be more football-related than people-related. Um, yeah, yeah, one real quick thing about the back to the QR code because I never got to get in it. Uh, the QR code was for Coinbase, and Coinbase, it gave you 15, to 15 free dollars worth of Bitcoin if you signed up. And I'm pretty sure you can still do it. Interesting. That's all I'm saying. Out to people, if you're interested in Coinbase, I signed up for it. I had to put in almost no personal information. I didn't have to put in a, a bank card or anything, so they actually didn't get you like that way, right? I just had to give them a call, like my address, but nothing super big. And I got fifteen free dollars worth of Bitcoin, and it's already worth fifteen dollars and eighty four cents now. Oh my god, Nick is I'm rich, dude. Nick can buy this DeLorean. This is he's going to move on to bigger, better shows. This is crazy. We're going to lose him, uh, Nick. I had two things come across my phone that I want to talk about. I think are freaking awesome and I just want to get into it. Okay. So the first one, I'm like trying to think about what we're going to talk about on the show this week, other than the sports. Cause you know, I love the sports and it's been sports heavy this week, but I had, we got to put other stuff on the show. Obby, Obby. Okay. Came across this tweet today, thought it was legit. And I want your thoughts on this. Okay. So, um, there was this one guy, Jamie Newman, Jamie Gnuman, 197, and it says, understandable. That's his, that's his quote. So he, re, he put a picture on Twitter, and then it says, understandable, Nick, and it, it's a UPS slip, all right? And it says, sorry, we missed you. You know how you go, they go to deliver it, and you don't sign, so they're like, sorry, we missed you. Like, we'll get you another time, right? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This one goes, sorry, we missed you. It fills out. His information's kind of whited out, and then it goes, package undelivered, location, situation, and it goes, bear in driveway, <laughs> <laughs> bear in driveway kind of scribbled in there the guy must have left it and ran or something and i just thought this was awesome i just thought this was a great tweet so i'm wondering, I'm wondering where that dude lives i don't it doesn't have any like personal information on the on the thing it just literally scribbled in the in the like explanation gray box it says bear in driveway and i just think that's the funniest damn thing i've seen in a while i don't know why but it cracks me up would that so, be the end of you working at UPS, Nick, is if you're out and there's a bear and someone's like, what, what, what do you take on this? What do you get out of this? I mean, I just know I'm, I'm surprised you even left a note. I wouldn't leave a note. I would just go and just, just be dark. like, yeah, sorry, there's a bear in your driveway. <laughs> like, dang, like, what are you supposed to, I'm, I, 
I don't get how he left the note but didn't leave the package. But anyways, I don't. It could yeah, be I don't know. fake. I mean, I guess it could be fake. But even if it is, like, right? Like, let's take that road and say that it is, right? How many times do you think UPS drivers run into some wild stuff? Like, I don't know why that that never occurred to me. But like, what if you have like Great Danes or like or even domesticated pets that are huge, or maybe somebody's got something got loose, or like it's like I don't know. Like, I wonder what kind of crazy situations UPS has in their records for why they couldn't deliver a package. Oh yeah, that's happened before. I've seen uh, things online where they're like, I couldn't deliver. There's a dog or something, and they're like, Oh yeah, I have a huge dog that was out. But they, that means that there's got to be a crazy story somewhere. You know what I mean? Like I just, I one, I'm praying this is real. Two, I hope that there's a whole archive at UPS somewhere in the basement that has all these crazy stories of why packages haven't been delivered. That's pretty much where my head's at. But I just thought it was awesome, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So the second one, I want to get into your thing before we get into my thing last year. So we talked about this, I think, minorly last week, Nick. Bob Saget, right? We kind Bob of talked Saget. about yes. We kind of talked he, about this. So he passed, right? The full away. house star, the dad on full house. Everybody knows him. Bob Saget got here. Okay, rip. I didn't I heard very light rumors that he had like fallen or hit his head. It was some kind of like weird circumstance as to what his true passing was. I even Barstool put it out like a sad story about Bob Saget's death, but you're saying there's some suspicious stuff going on. What, what, what did you read? What did you see? Yeah. So as of right now, the official story is like Bob Saget fell down and like hit his head or something. Didn't realize how bad it was. And then went to sleep and passed away in his sleep. Right. Okay. Well, one of the doctors, who went through went over Bob Saget's like they did the autopsy 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 yeah, yeah autopsy from. report. One doctor said the injuries on his skull, right, because he fell on the back of his skull, and that's how he died. Okay. One of the, what, one of the doctors said the injuries on his skull were consistent to getting struck by a baseball bat at full force or falling twenty to thirty feet. Interesting. So, is that the only thing that they reported? Yes. Well, just yeah. That that's that's all they reported because they just they just saw Biden. That's how he died. But interesting. Does that not like that doesn't follow with like that doesn't just happen by slipping and falling? Does that does? Am I right? You no, not sounds gonna mad sus. Sounds mad yeah, sus. So basically, there's kind of like this little theory there's like hey, foul play. Someone but might have killed Bob Saget. Who I mean, kill Bob Saget, though? you don't know what goes on in people's personal lives. Like people have enemies. He could have owned Yo, money. We're, we're going to make this another poll then. I mean, do you, is it insensitive to make this a poll? Do you what? guys think that Bob Saget was murdered? I mean, I, I guess it's a little insensitive. That's all right. It's our, it's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, Bob whatever. whatever. Murdered, murdered question mark. I mean, dude, it, it just, yeah, if you look into it, it's just very odd. That, I like, just thought the whole situation was that he was older, but not old enough to be like you know, forgetting stuff or losing mobility. Yeah, he was in like standard old guy age. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. If you ask my dad with his knee replacements, it's like, oh, God's the end of the world. But I don't think Bob Saget was there yet, you know? No, but like, that's, I don't know, that's odd to have your, have like that severe of an injury on your head and for you to not think it's a big deal and go to sleep. I don't, I don't know, dude. Just to me, that seems suspicious i wonder well, who the first to like 
according to like the official Orange County sheriffs, they're like the death rule. The death was ruled accidental, and there's no the case is closed. So I don't know if there's ever. Yeah, is there there like a chief person who clears all that, or is it just the like who ran the initial reports? Why wasn't it looked upon further? Somebody else is going to ask these questions. County sheriff's office. They they're the ones that took care of it. They they already closed the case. They said it was accidental. There's no signs of drugs or alcohol. But that's so weird. I don't know. It just it seems a little odd that for that severe of injury. I don't know. I, well, just keep your eyes on People Magazine. They always get on top of the crazy shit or TMZ. There's going to be more to come on that in the in the few weeks, dude. I'm telling you something. They're, they're going to be pushing that. But I don't know Bob Saget to have any enemies. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like we would know if somebody was, like, after him, but. I don't think we would know. Why would we? Why, That's why a would fair point. That's known? a fair point. I don't if, know. If you're after a famous person, you're not going to make yourself known. Saying, yeah, but usually if there's like a dickhead, you know, famous person, you're like, oh, you know, like, of course they're going to make enemies. But I don't know that. Like, I don't know a single person who ever came out and was like, Bob Saget's a dick. Bob Saget's not who he acts to be. You know what I mean? Like, there's never anything on him. He was one of the cleanest human beings I ever. Like, I don't, I don't I know. I remember hearing Bob Saget was a dick, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, guess, I don't freaking know. All right, we're going to jump ship because I got this crazy one, Nick, and I really, I'm really, i really excited for this as well. So I was scrolling through my uh, Twitter feed again today because I'm on Twitter and I hate to admit it to people. So, yeah, that's where I get half my shit. Sports Center put out a very wild poll, Nick. Not like a poll, but like thought thing and, I, and a thought provoker, and I want, I want to put it on the show, okay? Best sports movie villain ever and here's some of their lists here's some of the options that they put on this list okay shooter mcgavin Ooh. white goodman from dodgeball mm-hmm. johnny lawrence from the karate kid you got clubber lang or mr isn't it mr t from the rocky movies oh yeah 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 mr t yep yep a ballad of ricky bobby jean gerard okay Whoa. yep and then they had the russian team from the miracle movie those are some good ones. They have a few more wow. in here that I'm not really familiar with. Um, the ones I think like like that was just there. They have a list of eight. I'll keep going on the ones they have written here that I don't know. So I think it's Bring It On, if I'm not mistaken. Big Red. Like she looks like she's in a cheerleading outfit. Ivan Drago. Do you know who that is? Is that one yeah? Of the, that was from one of the Rocky. That was a. Rocky is it one another Rocky movie? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think the original guy, uh, Bud Kilmer. Not too sure. Rachel Phelps, um, and and then that's pretty much it. But I think they're missing some in here, man. Who you, you think they're I mean? missing? I don't. I, I to me, I'm corny, right? So like the Beast from the Sandlot, you could put that in ooh, there. Ah, uh, is that a stretch? Do you think that would work? That is a villain, but he became nice at the end. But he, he was did became nice. Yeah, but so yeah, I guess they, these guys didn't really switch it around. I mean, John Gerard wasn't really a cock at the end, but. I don't know. You're right. I mean, it's, it's it's an interesting take. But any names you think are missing? Do you agree with these? Like out the yin yang? Like where where do you, like what does this do for you? Does this kind of get you thinking? I mean, those are I Shooter McGavin, dude. He was a one great, of my favorites. He's one of he my was favorites. a great villain. I mean, if I had some more time to think of it, maybe I could come up with better better ones than that. But well, I'm trying to think. There's another one, Days of Thunder. Like I know you're not a big NASCAR guy, but Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. There was another guy. He was Dick Trickle, I think. And there was another guy that it was his like arch nemesis, and they like beat each other up on the track and off the track and stuff. So like for racing, that there's that one. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of other like like sport movies in, in my head. Like uh, but like a lot of them were just like stories. Like the ones I like are just stories. Like Moneyball doesn't really have a villain. You know? Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I just I don't know. I thought this was a really good like they have a really good list here, you know. And uh, yeah, I did. I, I White Goodman gets me every time, you know. I I think I'm going Shooter McGavin. Sure, I think it's I, for me the two on the list that they gave. It's between Shooter McGavin and White Goodman. I think are my top two because White Goodman's a dick. We're better than you, and we know it. Also, why so, isn't uh the Monster Squad or the the Monsters? Yeah, the why aren't they on that? This is why I wanted to throw it at you. That should definitely be on here, right? right? That should yeah. definitely be on here. And I'm just, but I'm just trying to think of like more movies, right? Like even I'm trying to, like, all right, hear me out. This is gonna be kind of stupid. Do you ever remember the Luck of the Irish on the Disney Channel? Yes. Do you remember that evil leprechaun guy? They played basketball and they had to do sports in that whole movie. I mean, I don't, I don't really remember that movie, movie so well. I don't know. That one kind of sticks out for me. I'm just, I don't know, man. This list is pretty dope, guys. It was on Sports Center. It was a drop on their Twitter feed. Who is the best sports movie villain? And I think between me and Nick here, I think we're gonna, I'm gonna do the poll between White Goodman and Shooter McGavin. There's no way. I think those are, uh, those yeah, are I, very top I two on I, the list. Shooter McGavin, I barely. I don't know why I can't think of others though. You know what I mean? Like, it's really driving me nuts because I know there's other ones out there, and I don't know why it's not crossing my mind. You know. I mean, White Goodman. White I Goodman. guess you could think about uh, this is kind of an interesting villain, but you know, Caddyshack. What about the dude who owned the country club dude? What if yeah, he kind of like, was trying to sabotage it and everything, just being a butthead? He was just, he was just a dude. Yeah, he was just a little little butthead. I mean, it wasn't really a villain, but he's definitely a big butthead. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's such a good. But like, those are the examples. Like, at what point is it a tweak? You know what I'm saying? Like I think that like you know even with the with the one I was going with earlier like uh you know like the dog in um in Sandlot it might be a bit of a stretch but it's like it's like you know what I mean like where's that line in the sand but mm-hmm. yeah I mean I I don't know I just think that it's pretty dope I'm trying to literally as we're talking about this I'm googling sports movies because I, I know there's some out there that are just like off the tip of my tongue and it's driving me nuts but I just thought this was a really good uh engagement piece by Sports Center so. We'll leave it at that for now. I don't want to bore everybody, but yeah, sport. Um, White Goodman or Shooter McGavin. We'll do a poll for you guys. Who's the worst sports uh, movie villain? And if you guys can think of your own sports movie villains, I want to know about it. I want to know about it. Um, but I am struggling and I'm mad about it. So we're just gonna move on. Um, Nick, the next thing I have. I mean, we're kind of getting to the halfway point. Do you want to get in them polls? You want to get in that fun fact? Yeah, let's hear them polls, Fred. Dude, we had some good ones this week. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. So um, the first one we put up was the who is the better Disney princess? Uh, Tiana from Princess and the Frog, which I'm assuming you still haven't seen yet. And nope. Mulan. And Mulan got 19 votes. Uh, Tiana, seven. Ooh, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yep, there we go. Yep, another dub for Nick. Next one's got kind of interesting. I wasn't really expecting the results. Kids in the workplace. Yay or nay? Eight yay, 20 nay. 20 that's what I would expect. Actually, I'm a little surprised there's so many yays. Well, I know like in our age, like a lot of people are having kids and stuff. And I just thought that that would be like, you know what I mean? More of a flexible number. I felt like people would be like more like, you know, oh, I got to bring them in or, oh, this happened. I need, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. No. Um, but yeah, get your I just, kids I would, out yeah, yeah, get your kids out of work. Yeah. I don't need now, to I wanted to do a follow-up. I wanted to do a follow-up. I said, bring your kids to work day. Right. And I was like, oh, this, that might change things. It did. 15 yay for bring your kid to work day and 13 nay. So almost yeah. an even split. I'm okay with bringing your kid to work day because yeah, that's like, like the day. designated yeah, day. Thing. You don't need to bring him in on a Monday when I'm like, if I'm showing up work <laughs> tired of shit or maybe hung over and I don't need yeah. to hear them. Like, Try, I just watched the damn Super Bowl. I don't need your kid in here yelling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get that. And then uh, I kind of threw this one out there. This one was more for me. 
because um, we have this conversation, obviously. Is Tom Brady the best to ever play the game? Ooh. Yay or nay? 20 yay, 5 nay. 5 I mean, nay. I'd, I'm, I'm not surprised at that many yay. I wouldn't I really thought that I, that's a more of a, like, I mean, I don't know how you can deny that, but that's just Some me. people are just haters, Fred. They just be hating. They just be hating. And then Nick, this was probably our most interactive, I will say, um, poll ever um, on Full Circle. Ooh. No joke, okay? I did an open forum for non-domesticated pets. I asked our listeners, I said, hey, who do you guys, well, who would you guys have as, as non-domesticated pets? And we got a ton of answers. So I'm going to rip through them. And I want your thoughts on each one. Okay. Micah, you won our candle contest a while back. He said a panda. A panda? Well, that's a good I one. Like, I feel like that'd be dope. I feel like pandas are awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's a good one because I think they're pretty lethargic because all they eat is bamboo yeah, and bamboo boo -boo is non-nutritious. You know? So yeah. yeah. And, they, and they just, they, they don't do anything. They just like, they're just chill. It's like having a, you know, like a quiet dog just sits in, good one. in the corner. Yeah. That's a good one. So I like that one. Um, Sarah put an elephant or a cow. I don't know if uh, I'd want a pet elephant. I, I wouldn't mind a cow, but that's domesticated. So Yeah, I don't know if a cow counts and an elephant. Ooh, where are you? Elephant's tricky. That? I have a lot of Ooh. questions about the elephant one. But I mean, I've always, I, 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 even in real life, I could see myself having a cow. Cows are dope. They're just big furry I mean, dogs. Remember one of my fun facts from long ago or something. Yeah. Elephants can hear with their feet. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. But uh, as a pet, I, would, I don't want uh, one in the house. <laughs> well, you can't have. I mean, unless you gotta. You have, no, to have such work. a big I mean, house. You have I don't a know. Very, very open floor plan. <laughs> Bro, I don't. Oh. Um, this one was an interesting one. Jamie put a dolphin. A dolphin. I. Mean, I Dolphins are cool, but it's a fish. I don't know. It's, I'm not a big fish I'm guy. I'm kind of about that. Like, if you had an oversized pool and then you just felt like swimming and you had a pet dolphin that you could randomly swim with whenever, you know what I mean? But it it's sounds like expensive. Little... Like, remember, my seal was expensive. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same as the expensive. seal, though. I mean, we talked about that. Like, you'd have to have a big tank and you can go swimming with it whenever. Like, it's cool, but you ha it's a rich people pet. We talked about I mean, that. It's a rich people pet. Uh, yeah, dolphin's not a bad pet. Well, dolphins are super smart, too. So, you know what? This is a good pet. Mm -hmm. our, our boy John put a gator. I would a love gator. to have a trained gator instead of a dog, just a gator in your yard. You don't want anybody messing with your crap. Put a gator out there. I mean, I'm if you got that. the gator to like be your pet and actually like you, you just, just have a pond in your backyard and you're good. Yeah. That's it. If you could actually like train it and like have it come in and be chill whenever or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that one. Uh, Cass put a Fox, which a I don't fo think is bad. Ooh. It's like a cross between a dog and a cat. I think that'd be an interesting take. Basically. Yeah. Basically it's like a different, um, different dog. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, I, I, like I said, like a smaller dog, I think. Uh, Alyssa put a red panda, which I think is the same thing. I think red panda is the same Another as an oversized fox. Another so that's a good one. answer. This is the answer of the year, guys. Uh, CJ Shiz on Twitch put Nick. He would have a <laughs> pet Nick. Pet me? A pet Nick. And I couldn't agree more, dude. I want a domesticated Nick. I want I a mean, Nick that won't talk yep. back. Sleeps will sleep like what, like fourteen <laughs> hours a day. You're good. Wines a lot. Bitches about children in the workplace. I mean, it's it's a lot, but I think just, you could get away with it. Just put on the Rams during the, the NFL season. You're good. Uh, pet Nick very easily entertained. I'll tell you um, what I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want a pet Fred. <laughs> I wouldn't want a pet Fred, dude. That's a lot of food. My parents have one of those, and it's not doing so hot. Um, <laughs> Nikki wrote a raccoon, which I actually uh, get believe this or not. I never actually brought this up on the show, Nick. Um, Cassie had a pet raccoon as a kid. What? Yeah, they are. So her brother-in-law lives 
on like a farm and there was a blind raccoon like stumbling through their shit, like literally blind raccoon. His name is Ricky. Okay. And they didn't bring it in the house, but they had a pen for it outside. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's farm country. So they had a pen for it and they fed it and it literally stayed in their, their, their pen on their property for almost eight years. And it just chilled and lived. Yeah. And then eventually I don't eventually try to get out as it got older and it actually got out recently. I want to say within the last six months, but yeah, Ricky, the raccoon and he's, uh, she he, didn't have a pet. Raccoon. He was blind as blind as a bat. Yeah. Yep. Blind as a bat. That's why they come out at night. I guess they're very sensitive to sunlight. So I, I don't know if that had something to do with it or what, but yeah, raccoon who'd have thought. And then, uh, uh, Hannah put a shark and I'm about that as well. Can you imagine having a pool with a dolphin or a seal or a shark? And then you just, you, your friends go to get in and bam. A shark? I don't. That's that's got to be the most expensive animal to take care of out all the listed. Of how all much the does a shark listed. eat? A ton. Jeez. I'm a, also, I'm a, what a risk! Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the gate, like you can run from the gator, you can try, but you ain't running from a shark, dude. You're you're in its domain. You're Dunsky Bunsky. You know what I'm saying? I mean, on general, sharks eat like around like one and a half percent of their body weight. So say they're like a thousand pounds. pounds. Oof. I don't know, oh, man. That's a lot of food. Got some hella answers on that one, though. Glad y'all participated again. You guys, polls at Podcast on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook as well, uh, but the polls are on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, get one. I'm not saying put your pictures on there, but just go do the polls. That's all we care about. Uh, Nick, hit us with that fun fact, boy. What'd you find? Fred, I got an interesting one, and it is sports-related. Oh, boy. Did you know... That there have been uh, two women drafted in the NBA ever. I did not. I did not. Was one of them recently? No, none of them been recently. So the first woman ever drafted in the NBA was Denise Long Rife. It was in 1969 in the in round 13. But the the NBA, the NBA league commissioner at the time uh, vetoed it and said it was illegal because. Uh, it was way back before, you know how back a couple years ago they used to draft kids out of high school. Well, it used to be illegal, and she was straight out of high school when she got drafted, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, so that got vetoed. So that was never official. And then Louisa Harris was a is the only ever the only woman to ever officially be drafted in the NBA. She was drafted in 1977 in the seventh round by the Utah Jazz, and it was the first ever official woman drafted in the NBA. What position did she play? Did it say? Um, she was. I'm pretty sure she was a guard or forward. She was like really good. She played for Delta State University and won three straight national championships in college. Oh shit! Okay. And so I think that's kind of why she got drafted. But she never, she never played. Uh, she never played in uh, the NBA at all. So there's still never been a woman who's played. But there have been two drafted, one officially drafted. I just thought that was crazy. I never, I never knew that. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's some wild stuff. Um, I'm, I, I didn't know that either. I wonder, how, did they have prominent careers? Did it mention how long that they played for these teams, or they were just drafted? Did they, they ever were just They never played. They never played a minute in the NBA. Interesting. Well, the, yeah. So, and back then there were no like big like women pro leagues like the w, WNBA yeah. or anything. So they didn't have a lot of information on them after. But I do know for a fact that Louisa Harris was like one of the best ever college women players. I think she, I don't know, I think she might be in the Hall of Fame. If I'm I wouldn't correct. be surprised. I'm going to have to check that out. And I believe the Hall of Fame that's your, for the NBA is definitely and it's in Massachusetts, isn't it? Um, yeah, that's just for basketball, not just the uh NBA. Oh, okay. All right. Basketball. So all sure, basketball. She is in it. She okay. is in the uh, Hall of Fame, like the official Hall of Fame. 
right. I'm gonna, I have to get back up there. Next time I come back up for a visit, I might pop in there. I haven't been there in years. Um, but I do love mm-hmm. that building. A lot of cool history. Yo, real quick, while we're on it, yeah, yeah. In Springfield, they have the Basketball Hall of Fame, which is where basketball was founded, in case you guys didn't know that. The coolest thing, if you ever go there, after you walk through all the exhibits, the ending part of it, you get to go on a basketball court and they have like a full size NBA court or college court. But on the little, I don't know if you've been there, Fred, never shot around. Yeah, on the little a long side, time ago. On the side, they have hoops from like every air. So you can literally shoot on an actual peach basket with a basketball. Then you can shoot on like an old school hoop with really low down backboards. It's just it was like wooden backboard. It's just cool. I don't know. That's just the coolest part. Well, there's a lot I, of I like history there. And Nick, yeah. you're a big basketball fan, so I know you love it. But yeah, we did it when I mean, we were kids, I think, through school or something. We went up there once when I was, uh, I think it was like elementary school. But yeah, man, it's it's a hell of a building, a lot of history there. And it's like multiple floors, multiple levels. It's a really cool mm-hmm. spot. I've never been to a Hall of Fame for anything else. I've never been to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Never been to the Canton for the NFL, which I think would be a cool trip someday. But uh, yeah, never been to any other Hall of Fame. So, um, but yeah, no, that's an interesting fact. 1969, you said, first year women was dra- a woman was drafted, correct? 1969 was the first one, and 1977 was the first official one. Same year we landed on the moon, and a woman got drafted in the NBA. Wild. Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, you know these airwaves ain't free, my guy. Never they are. are. Right. So we got a sponsor this week. The Bummy Gummy. The, the Bummy Gummy. Yeah. So you know, you know you're sitting at work or whatever, and you're in there for a hot minute, and your butt starts to get a little achy, and your spine gets a little stiff, and you're just like, Ugh. you know what I'm talking about? No. Like, you don't got to do that no more with the Bummy Gummy. Okay, using patented nanotech fiber pillow technology, you can get the ultimate in our support and vertigo prevention. Nick, get your workday get your workday done faster and get your sitting done stronger with the new <laughs> bummy gummy. Bummy <laughs> gummy available gummy. at Bed Bath and Beyond and a Walmart near you. Get yours today, guys. The bummy gummy. I mean, I don't sit like a little gremlin, so usually I'm fine sitting at my chairs. I don't know you how gotta you gotta have gremlin that. moments, Nick. Even if you don't, get yourself give, get a bummy gummy as a gift. Get bummy gummy someone else, Nick. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy like five. Support the show. Use uh code full dot circle twenty to get two for one deal right now, exclusively this week, guys. Unreal. Um, everybody wants a bummy gummy. Your mom wants her g- bummy gummy. Your dad wants his bummy gummy. Everybody wants a bummy gummy. So get them one for get them one for uh, the birthday, Christmas, you name it. Um, available again at major retailers, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, and Walmart. Get it today, guys. One low low price of ninety nine seventy five. Wild, wild, and guaranteed to prevent scoliosis. I didn't mention that, but they just told me about that right now. A lot scoliosis. Uh, Nick, bummy gummy, bummy gummy. Um, I kind of want to take a turn. <laughs> I kind of want to take a turn. And it's not really serious, but I just think this is really wild talking point yet again, more so than my tweets earlier because I kind of threw them at you and I should have prepped you sooner so we could have gotten in those a little heavier. But mm-hmm. this one's a little tricky. So I saw online that McDonald's um, – you've heard of the metaverse, right? That this is the new thing that Facebook's building on with the increased popularity of virtual reality that they're kind of moving into this forum of like a my sims in real life. You understand that, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So my brother's got it, and my mom's got that, the, the new Galaxy. What is that thing called again? The Galaxy, whatever, that goes over your eyes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the VR headset. Yeah, the VR headset, basically. And it's pretty wildly inclusive. Some of them are very heavy with the graphics. Some of them are more animated-based, but it is a very um, involved technology, okay? 
Well, it was just announced that McDonald's was first to file for patents in the metaverse. Okay. So this coming out of Chicago business, all right, online, McDonald's is tipping its hand for possible plans with the metaverse. The Chicago-based fast food giant filed at least 12 applications with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office as of February 4th for virtual food and beverage products, operating a virtual restaurant and other online goods and services um, that point to the increasingly buzzing virtual reality. What is your thoughts on this? So I'm going to go in the metaverse. I'm going to go VR. I'm going to go buy a virtual Big Mac and pretend I'm eating a Big Mac. Well, this is where it gets crazy. Now, we talked about this in real life off air, okay? And we talked about this. I told you that I read that their initial plans are to buy out these virtual spaces so that when you go on the metaverse and you order McDonald's, they will actually like – it will be in a collaboration with like a DoorDash or something where they'll actually deliver you the food. Now, that would be really cool. They- that would be wild. But this is a really interesting take when you have, you know, for years, Nick, we've had those conversations. You know, does video games change, you know, children? Does Grand Theft Auto and more violent, relatively violent games, I should say, change the outcome of, of how a kid sees life? This could get very, very involved very, very quickly. And we've all seen Wally. Okay. So I know it sounds really stupid the way I'm putting it, but like, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is the way the future? Do you think this is going to go? I mean, what what are your thoughts? Truthfully? I don't want to derail the conversation, but I have never seen Wally. You've never seen Wally. Go watch Wally. And then we'll talk about this. My God. (laughs) But, um, no, I think it'd be cool if you're, if you're VR gaming, right. And you're hungry, you can stay in your VR. You can walk over to McDonald's or whatever. Some, I don't know. Say you're playing a game. You can like switch over menus. You're at McDonald's. Boom, order McDonald's. Go back to your game. Boom, come out of your game. Eat your McDonald's. You can stay fat as you want. As people are going to get really fat with this VR if McDonald's delivering straight to your house while you're in VR. So that's what I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious to what this opens the door for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I know it sounds really stupid, but there's a lot of markets that could really open up, right? Like Disney is a giant. Right. You know, you and I both love Disney. This is a weird example. This is the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Right. So you're a big Star Wars fan. Do you like Star Wars? Yes, I, I do. If you are. All right. So you like Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. They do this VR application, Nick, where you can use a lightsaber in the game and you can order a lightsaber as like, you know what I mean? Like you can order one that's like the ones you get at the parks, except it's it's motion is tracked in VR and you could actually be a fucking Jedi. Like mm-hmm. there's some wild situations that could get in this. You know what I mean? Like where you have, you do like, I don't even know, you know, the eye racing I do that fake, like, or simulation racing. Yeah. Right. A lot of people, instead of buying PCs, get the, get the VR headset. So it feels like they're in the car. So they're, you know what I mean? They're driving a steering That's wheel cool. and they're pushing the pedals. And then they're looking around as if they're inside a race car. Right. So there, I think it's like endless opportunity with VR. I just don't know if it's good or bad. I know I'm kind of rambling, but I'm going to go one last point here. My mom, like I said, my mom got one, right? She's been doing that, like the, the beat saber where you like listen to music and you got to like move around the room and swap the boxes. Oh, that and everything. Cool. That game. Right. Like, and then she does other stuff where it's like, like almost like a workout. Like she'll just literally get on that VR thing, right? She wants to um, use one of the rooms in the house. It's like a VR room. So she could go in and do like workouts and stuff. Now, if you're going to use it in a healthy fashion, I think that this really promotes some interesting behavior moving forward. A lot of people who are like video games, like me, you and me, like call of duty. Right, you mean you sit on a couch, we play Call of Duty. Mean you sit in our beds, we play Call of Duty. If they ever incorporated a high 
graphic content Call of Duty where you have to walk around the space and actually sh- like move around. It would be exercise. And, and, and it might not be the traditional understanding of exercise, but exercise nonetheless where we normally wouldn't get some. So there's space for good here. Do you think it'll go that way or do you think it could be like the end all be all of society? Uh, so our good friend Tyler has a VR set. He actually bought one recently. He did, very got, recently, yeah. I haven't got over to try it out yet, but he says he does the boxing, Fred. He literally sweats. It's literally like a workout. I, I think, tried it. It's wild. It's crazy. I mean, Fred, I, it's it's just like everything else in life. It's gonna it's, It can be for good. It can be for bad. It all depends how you use it, right? You could use it the wrong way. It could be for bad. You can use it for the good way. It could be good. I mean... But you, you know think I mean? this will be like the Xbox Connect or like the Wii, right? Remember Wii Sports? You, that made you move, but it was like a fad. Remember? It was like the highest selling thing I, for like a two years. Or do you think that this could really stick? I think this could really stick because it immerses you into it. And there's it looks like like people that aren't even gamers are, are going into it, right? I mean, I, I don't think this is going to be a fad. I think it'll be cool to see what they can do. Can you imagine, Nick? Like all the like, I'm just looking at the games we play online, right? I play Xbox because I'm 700 miles from my boys up up near you. I'm like 700 miles from you, right? And we do stuff like this, and we play video games to interact. Imagine if there was like a PGA Tour virtual reality where me, you, and the boys could all go out and we play golf without ever being near. Like I'm not saying it's great because we're not near each other, but for you know, given situation, as opposed to me spending 300 dollars to fly up, I get a VR, and then like you, me, and you stand on a T-Box while our boy, or, you know, Casey's animated self drives off, uh, you know, a bot, you know, does a drive. And it's like, it's like we golf, except you're in it. You know what I mean? Like it could be really wild. Some of the stuff they come up with. I don't know. That's, that's just why I don't think it's a fact. You're actually in it. It's more tangible. I don't know. I think it's going to be cool. I I had to talk about it. I think it's just crazy wild that a massive, massive company like McDonald's sees some serious growth potential to jump on some patents. I mean, fucking 12 applications for patents and trademarks before that's really taken off, before the metaverse is fully established. Wild, wild stuff, man. So, well, just before we go into sports, what did you think of their commercial? Because they did have a metaverse commercial. I thought it was a little corny. It doesn't look anything different than like I said, like I said, the, like the Wii stuff. It kind of looks, I, I don't know. I don't, it's hard to tell with an unfinished product. It's like the DeLorean thing. It gets you excited, right? Cause you, it brings back some, it gives you, it unloads your possibilities. They don't keep, they keep it so broad that you can't see the limitations. You can't see the negatives. So I, I mean, I thought it was okay. What did you I, think? I think? I think the commercial flopped. I think a lot of people didn't like it and it didn't go as good as they thought. From what I, I think they're, they want to keep it as generic as possible because I don't think they fully have a they don't have a finished product. I don't think they know what it is yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to get that idea out that that you know people they want people talking about it like we are. So they they're putting that out there, but I don't know where where else it would go. I, I think they could have done a better commercial, but they also don't want to get like people's hopes up and then it's not the product. You understand what I'm saying? No, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're smart. They don't want to. They don't want to be like these video games that keep releasing, and they they show a bunch of stuff that are gonna be really cool, and then they flop and don't really. Also, yeah. I mean, side note, we will get out of this, but for video game lovers, that Battlefield thing's getting out of control. What is it? Battlefield Forty Two. There's over thousand. I think it was five thousand petition oh, signed petitions to get their money back. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, Jesus. And I've never seen that before in a major game market. So that's that's pretty wild. And did you see they released a statement, Nick, and they blamed it on Halo Infinite coming out early? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wild, good. wild stuff. That's ridiculous. Um, 
I don't want to jump into that too, too heavy. But yeah, guys, the metaverse, if you're interested, read up about it. I think it's crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm going to put that as a poll as well, actually. Metaverse, yay or nay? I'm going to do it open-ended. Do you guys think it's like the the, be- the end-all, be-all of the world? Do you think it could go places? Like thoughts on the metaverse, thoughts on the metaverse or what it could be. Um, but yeah, I'll throw that out on the pod- on the um, Instagram. We'll get that going. And Nick, obviously, guys, we're going to kind of structure this the same as last week, put some sports on the back end. Knicks, Ram won the, Knicks Rams won the Super Bowl. We've got to talk about the crazy stuff that happened with the Super Bowl. It's a major part of American culture. Nick, your team pulled the dub out, came down to the final play, um, a play I believe was insanely under-evaluated, but wild. Wild game, great game of football if you're a football fan. Takeaways, negatives, what do you got? What do you want to talk about with this? It's your day. I mean – I'm just, I'm just super hyped about it. The Rams finally won, dude. It, just, it felt so great. And then Fred, Fred, you always tell me the Rams suck. Fred, do the Rams suck? The Rams do not suck. But you know what? I got, I got to really listen, listen, listen. Let me listen. Thank you. I, Thank as you. an NFL fan, I have to say this: there's three reasons your team won that game. Three. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. No, they're not wrong. I'm, they're not wrong. Oh. I'm telling you, these play, they're legendary players. One, Aaron Donald. You don't know who Aaron Donald is. You should. And his resume is stupid. Okay, was he drafted by the Rams in 06? He was no, not 06. It was 08? seven years ago. Oh, okay, maybe I had the wrong date. But he was a draft pick 14. by them. They developed him. Amazing, amazing. Like defensive player of the year, numerous Pro Bowls. This guy's won every accolade, but the Super Bowl comes out, nails the Super Bowl. And let me tell you guys something. This guy is double teamed, triple teamed on the regular. Um, on the play where he sacked freaking Joe Burrow at the end of the game, he was triple covered. Go back and look at it. Tell me how a grown man gets through three 300-pound men to make a tackle on a quarterback. You tell me. I'm, I'm all ears. Aaron Donald, reason one. Reason two, zero-star recruit, Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. I don't know who evaluated that man. Clearly missed some marks. But Cooper Cup, guys, wild story. Wild, typical American story for sports. Um, really struggled in college, kind of a lower-end uh, guy. Didn't think he was going to make the NFL. His wife worked two jobs just so he could survive and make the, and put all of his time into football, and he just won Super Bowl MVP and was probably the most prolific on the game-winning drive. And he, Nick, he, had, he had one of the right. best He had one of the best years ever for a wide receiver. Triple crown. The, only, Triple the crown. only person who's ever done all that in one year, Jerry Rice, who's the GOAT Hall of wide receivers. Hall of Famer. The Hall of Famer. Wide receiver, Hall of Famer. Honestly, that's what everyone says. And I just got to say real quick, it's just because he didn't have a fast 40 time, so no one thought he was going to be that good. But he's just like Tom Brady. You look at him, yep. you don't think he's the best athlete, but he puts so much work into it, boom, he's amazing. That's what know. it is. That It's drive. But that's that, that's the American way. That's the American culture. It's a great American story, guys. I mean, Cooper Cup had everything against him, and he made it work. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But, the, the, I mean, he was the best receiver on the field. I love Jamar Chase. I wanted, I, I like both teams, guys. I mean, I don't I, – when the Cowboys are out, I, I am no dog in the fight, except I don't want to see an NFC East team win the, win the Super Bowl. Neither one of them were. So – I just wanted to see it go to a good game. It was a great game. Um, I think the Bengals will be back, I think, with some right corrections on their offensive line and making some moves. It's possible. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Rams were the star of the show. And last one, guys, very interesting conversation, Nick. I'm going to throw it at you, too. We'll keep it short. Matt Stafford, say what you want, guys. 12 years on a absolutely dismal Detroit Lions um, career path and then gets traded to the Rams with a great coach staff with a great supporting defense. He didn't have to be the best out there, but I truly felt that he was the no look pass that he made on the final drive. Uh, incredible. Um, go back and watch it, but wild, wild stuff. And I just, I mean, you can't deny it as a football fan that the Rams did absolute work. 
period. Brett, it was nice to hear that from you finally. But yes, the Rams are good. Everyone's good. I'm hype. I don't I dude, I was just so hype. I don't even I don't even have anything to say. I can't even sound I so have hyped, one last argument that everyone's talking about, Nick. Gotta get your two cents on it. Um very curious your thoughts. Biggest argument right now is Matt Stafford, a Hall of Fame quarterback. And I really am struggling with this because I do like Matt Stafford. He's a likable character. Um, anybody who's watched Matt Stafford, the kid is one of the most gritty football players in recent history, in my opinion, at quarterback. Um, you get a lot in a league where it's very soft. Tom Brady gets blown on. I mean, I love Tom Brady, but yeah, you blow in his ear, you're getting a foul. Um, there is a clip back on when, if you want to look it up, do it, YouTube, where uh, Matt Stafford played for the Lions and had his shoulder blown out and still came out and threw a touchdown in the game-winning situation. Um, I mean, gritty player. But there is a lot of conversation with one Super Bowl victory in 13 years that he should even be in the Hall of Fame. And I just want your thoughts on that, Nick. Do you have anything to say on that? I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame at this moment, but he definitely can be if he wins another Super Bowl or does something good in the last couple of years of his career. He has a chance. He has a stats. He just needs a couple more accolades, and he'll be there. I think if they win a Super Bowl next year, he easily is. I think I think you give him a Super Bowl next year or even within the next three years. I think he's got a few years left in him. I truly do, especially after watching this year. I think he's got a few years left in him. It's going to be about, about how much he wants to play. Um, with Nick, he's a, a great passer, great quarterback. The stats aren't there. The accolades aren't there. The stats are there. He's he's led the quarterback as two of the most prolific wide receiver seasons behind Calvin Johnson and Cooper Cup in NFL history. Um, I mean, he's got some accolades, but when you look at a seven-time um, Super Bowl champ, Tom Brady, a numerous Super Bowl champs um, from other franchises, it's very difficult to put him on that pedestal. Um, I, in, in a world where longevity isn't a very big thing, you see quarterbacks bounce. Um, to see a man put up for with a crappy organization for 12 years and then switch, he's only been 13 years in the league, he's only been on two teams, is, is an achievement in itself, but is it Hall of Fame worthy? Particularly in my kind of case, I'm leaning more on the not so much side. We'll see what he does in the coming years, but that's where I'm at. I, I have I have Matt Stafford knocking on the door of the Hall of Fame. I think he just needs a couple more things, either a leading season as a passing quarterback or like leading a passing yard leader or another um, Super Bowl appearance. I don't even think he has to win it. Super Bowl appearance, uh, Super Bowl. If he made the Super Bowl and wins it, MVP, anything like that, that pretty much seals the deal. So that that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I got to agree. And then, Fred, right before we get out of here, Super Bowl bets. There are a ton of bets. Two things I want to touch on real quick. Drake, the Drake curse is off. The Rams won. Drake was pulling for the Rams. So that, that curse is off. He also bet on Odell Beckham to score anytime, which I did as well. And that happened. Boom, boom. I won I won a ton of bets on the Super Bowl, by the way. It was marvelous. I won like almost probably like 200 bucks plus a free Aaron Donald jersey. I'm loving – that's even plus – and then real quick, bad beats for bets. Uh, on uh, what? MGM, right? If you yeah. went and bet on Matt Stafford's rushing yards, the over-under was six and a half. He had seven rushing yards from that one rush in the first quarter, and then he didn't have any for the rest of the game, right? Right, the right. The final play of the game, he kneeled it for minus one yard. So he ended oh, with man, it was hard. And that screwed uh, anyone that had the over for six and a half. I just had to go on that real That's quick. That's crazy. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Uh, Nick, I played seven bets. We went over them last week. I didn't hit a single one. Van Jefferson <laughs> didn't score. Rams defense didn't score. Uh, first score was uh, a number on their jersey less than 24 and a half. I didn't hit a single fucking bet. Um in the Super Bowl. So uh, I missed out on some good ones. Uh, Barstool puts up some really good ones, guys. They had bet on the Gatorade color. Um, I th- thought that was really cool. It was blue. Um, and the other one was, again, the um, national anthem being over under a minute and a half. It went over again this year, eighth year in a row. So wow. some good bets look forward to next year. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I'm a, I, it was a great game. I love the Super Bowl. Nick, give me your song of the week. Let's get out of here. I got Lose Yourself by Eminem, inspired by the Super Bowl. Super Bowl halftime show. We didn't even talk about that. God tier. God tier. You heard it here first. Halftime. I put that up as a poll. Halftime show. God tier. Halftime show. God tier. Guys, my song of the week is Loser by Swayco. Um, but that's it. Go enjoy the rest of your week. We'll get back in here on Wednesday. We'll have another show for you guys lined up. We appreciate you listening as always. Follow us on uh, Instagram, at Full Circle Podcast, and check us out on Facebook, guys. You have a great week. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Be sure to check out our sponsors and follow us on Instagram at full.circlepodcast for polls and updates. I got to go poop. End it. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, the go.